All right, let's have it. So this question says, I've struggled with my body for most of my adult life. I don't know if I'm holding on to some beliefs that may be making it harder for me to shed this weight, but I would love some insight on how to identify these limiting beliefs that are keeping me safe so that I can stop sabotaging my health goals. Okay, so I love and appreciate this question because this actually is related to how I became a life coach in the first place. So my coaching actually started as essentially a fitness coach and trainer where I was helping people to get in shape, lose weight, become a better athlete, whatever it was. And a bigger part than the programming I was doing itself was actually, you know, supporting clients inner world and overcoming things like self-sabotage, overcoming their beliefs and stories and their fears of what would happen if they actually let themselves succeed in getting into the type of body and health that they wanted. And Courtney experienced the same thing. She basically started out as a trainer as well. And the crux of her work was supporting women in overcoming their limiting beliefs and perceptions that were, as much as anything, keeping them from being able to achieve the goals that they had. And this question references safety in particular, and that was one of the main kind of barriers that we saw um, in people trying to lose weight or get healthier was that so many people perceived having the type of body that they wanted as something that was ultimately unsafe for them, whether it being a level of vulnerability or it would you know, cost them friendships, relationships, the dynamics that they had with uh, a parent or a guardian or a caregiver growing up. There was just so often a theme of feeling unsafe in the goals that they had set for themselves. And like I said, that became a lot of our work was helping and supporting clients in their inner world so that they could achieve their you know, physical or external goals. And that's still a big part of the work that we do. We just don't offer the fitness program anymore. It really is an inner world approach that we you know, began taking um, through working with these fitness clients back in the day. And so the caveat I'll give here is it's obviously much better, much more effective if you can afford it, if it is at all plausible for you to have a coach, a trainer, a therapist, counselor, any or all of the above, you know, supporting you with this because it, it definitely is something that um, is impacted by your inner world. Now, that's not to say neglect the practical stuff, right? When I was, you know, doing fitness programming, uh, so many of my clients had no idea how many calories, what the, the macronutrient breakdown of what they were already consuming was. They thought that they were eating healthy and they were probably either under eating or overeating, right? So having an idea of what you are putting in, having an idea of how you're moving your body and whether that puts you in a caloric deficit or not is really important. Um, as well as, you know, your health metrics, uh, your hormones can have a big impact on whether or not you are able to meet the type of fitness goals or health goals that you have. So be willing, obviously, to look at the health and practical stuff. But your question is on the inner world. So we'll get to that. And I'll actually give a practical resource that it, it's the price of a book if you want to use it. It's actually really good. It's basic information, but it's applicable for um, 
the body, but it's actually written in regards to money and your relationship to money. And that book is Jen Sincero's You're a Badass at Making Money. It was one of the first money books that I ever read. And it's, it's basic stuff, but it is really effective. And the questions that are asked in there as you are examining you know, your money experiences, your um, what you learned about money growing up, how you related to money, what people in your life thought about money, um, what your your money beliefs are, what your money stories are, all of those things can actually be applied to health in your body as well. You just re- replace um, money with body, health, well-being, weight loss, whatever it is that you want to apply to this. So that's a really good resource that you could use and, and have it tangibly there in front of you. But I'll give you kind of the questions that we asked as we are helping people to identify what perceptions and beliefs and stories are standing in the way of them being able to achieve the goals that they have. So it may help to understand what your experience was with bodies when you were younger, right? Was it a situation where your caregivers, you know, had certain relationships with their body where they um, talked negatively about it, where they were maybe constantly on diet, um, was were these things said explicitly or was there just a, a, an energy or a vibe maybe of lacking confidence? Was health not prioritized as, as a, a child for you? Like what was the overall theme or story of your experience in terms of conditioning and rearing as a child and adolescent, maybe into young adulthood? And then since then, what experiences have you had in terms of trying to shed weight? Like you described some of these in the question, but what has the overall experience been and what have you made that mean? Have you made that mean something about you? Are there limiting stories or limiting beliefs about it being impossible, about it doesn't matter you know, what you do, nothing works? What is there as your reaction or response to the difficulties that you faced as an adult? And this is a bit of a heavy question that unfortunately many people have a response for, but that is, have you or were you ever victimized, harmed, abused? Was there ever any scenario or experience where you didn't have control over your body? Is there anything that feels unsafe about you being in a healthier, sexier, more fit, uh, more attractive body? And let me be clear, we're not talking just about physical harm, but unwanted attention, advancements, comments. Um, a lot of people we work with when they were young, maybe they developed earlier and you know there were unwanted and inappropriate comments made by peers, but also you know older men or teachers or uncles or coaches or whatever it was. And that has had a significant impact on their relationship to their body and what they do and do not feel safe in. And maybe answering those questions reveals for you, oh, fuck, like I really don't feel safe in my body or maybe I'm holding on to weight as a a layer of protection and that makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, But you can additionally ask, what would I do or what would happen if I allowed myself If I was able to meet these goals that I have for myself, what would I do or what would happen? What do parts of me believe that would happen, right? And if it's related to the trauma, parts of you probably believe 
that you would be harmed or hurt again, right? Or that you start getting all of this attention that you've been protecting yourself from or these unwanted advances that you are protecting yourself from. Sometimes the thought is, well, if I lost the weight or I felt better in my body, then I would start dating again. And there's actually fears around that. So you're protecting yourself from the fears, the potential disappointments, the potential rejection of dating by holding on to this weight or holding on to this condition that says, I'm not going to date until. And maybe it's not just about the dating, but it's about intimacy. It's about being naked around somebody and you're, you know, you're protecting yourself from that level of vulnerability and intimacy by holding on to this weight. And for others, we've seen that there was some sort of internal agreement where it said, you know, I would dress a little more scandalous, a little more revealing, or I would maybe do um, swimsuit competitions, or I would wear lingerie, I would do a boudoir shoot, right? There really is this like desire to do something expressive and fun and sexy that maybe parts of us think is scandalous or wrong or shameful or that that we shouldn't be doing. So there's this inner conflict between the things that we actually want to do and what we think is all right or is okay or is safe. And one of the ways that we are protecting ourselves from, you know, reaching a point where this conflict becomes real is by holding on to this extra weight and not allowing ourselves to, you know, reach or attain the goals that we've set out. And it really is a mind fuck, right? Because you want these things and you want the things that you associate with them. There's parts of you that want them, but then there are parts of you that feel unsafe or wrong or bad for wanting the things that you want. So rather than ever, you know, put yourself in a position where you had to confront these old beliefs and this, this, this idea that it's wrong or bad or shameful, you just self-sabotage, which is really just self-protection. And you keep yourself from ever even being in that situation by sabotaging your health goals before you could even get close to any of that. And I want you to know that it is so common to have these fear-based perceptions and to have these patterns of self-sabotage, which are really just self-protection, keeping you from getting the things that you want. And like we said, the safety is such a huge component of it, especially for women. Uh, and something that we find on all different levels. So it is something to you know, consider and to dig into. Hopefully the questions uh, and information posed in this podcast give you a foundation for, for doing that and kind of uncovering what that is. And as I said, I really, really recommend working with a qualified professional on this to be able to, one, identify with specificity what it is that you perceive that is holding you back or causing this self-sabotage, but also having someone there to help you to process and to work through this, to work on regulating your nervous system and supporting the parts of you that, that believe or perceive that this is you know, unsafe or wrong or bad or shameful for you to continue to progress along this path. And as you, you, you let yourself be supported in that, you really can reprogram and get out of your own way. This is what Courtney and I specialize in, um, but you really can get out of your own way by shifting these perceptions. Uh, you will understand them and understand the pattern consciously first, and then it is about moving from you know that distance between the, the, the head to the heart to where you can actually embody it and feel safe in the things and continually go further than you have before in terms of your progress and the behaviors that manifest as a result of you know you feeling safe with the goals that you've set out for yourself. It's work, right? It's work. It's not for the faint of heart, um, but it is 
the shit that matters. It is doing the work where it matters most um, because you can be doing all the right practical things um, in terms of, you know, eating the right amount of calories, dialing in your, your macronutrients, getting the right uh, training and exercise done and, and still not get the type of progress and results that you want because because an internal world that is resistant to, that is deathly afraid of the results that you want to create will find a way to protect and sabotage. And it's so frustrating to be doing all the things that you know how to do, to be doing everything right on the practical level and not getting the type of results that you would expect when you're doing everything correctly. And just to be clear, these levels of self-sabotage aren't reserved solely for body or goals related to losing weight, they can impact, you know, success in business, success in attracting, you know, partnerships or love can impact any and every area of your life. And this is why I do and Courtney does and we do together the work that is so important, which is help people to, you know, discover their perceptions and their resistances and their blocks and be able to shift them and overcome them so you can actually create the shit that you want.